digital assets, yeah. one of my statements. I take an L and it turns to a win. I get the bag and I'm making it spin. You see these diamonds whenever I grin. Free up my bros, do we time in the pen? I beat murder cases and I do it again. Seen big faces, did illegal, the stages with strangers. Came a long way from when I was always around the ego, starting with occasion. Hello? Maharashi. Maharashi. Maharishi. Maharishi. You know what it is. You know who it is. You know who it is. You know what it is. You know how we get down. Don't worry, I'll cut that bit out because it's not necessary. King, King, this is a money. Yo, what's What's going on, brother? You good? No. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. It's a mad lag, isn't it? But yeah, I'm good, man. Where's Where's the light? Where's the light? I don't know. It's taking a bit long, but it's gone. It's gone. Uh, it's all good, man. All good. You know what I mean? Eating through tellers and jammy dodges. We said. <laughs> I'm hungry. Man. I want to go to McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We stay stocked. We stay stocked. Cool. You got your topic ready, man? Yeah, man. Off the top, just gonna let it rip. Cool. So what we're talking about, we're talking about vaccinations right now, yeah? Yeah? It's frozen, man. My internet connection is not stable. Yeah, it froze up. <sighs> yeah, we didn't hear anything. Hear you oh. More than a million people, 11 million people have had both jabs in the UK. Um, yeah, of coronavirus. 11 million people, the population of this country is 66 million. So we've had one sick, basically. One sick of the people in this country have had the jab. I've, yeah, I've been um, been jabbed, man. I mean, one sick, one sick is what? That's oh, the equivalent of what sixteen percent, basically. Yeah, it's a large number of people to be vaccinated. You know, but um, with that being said, it comes that the UK's reported a further eighteen coronavirus-related deaths and two thousand seven hundred and twenty-nine new cases in the last 24 hours, which is kind of mad. Talk to me, your thoughts on the vaccination, man. Shit. People actually dying from, was it, the AstraZeneca one? Like, having blood clots. I heard that. Like, this woman was perfectly fine. She had the, the vaccination. And like, I swear, like, 24 hours later, she was, like, dead. Like... Mm, I heard that. I heard that. It's actually mad. That is actually mad. Um, the fact that there's people dying from it. It's quite quick when you think about vaccines, how the turnaround for this vaccine came around. 
Like, mad quick. Ridiculously quick. Huh? It, it had to be to, like, get the whole, like, world back on track in terms of, like, socialising and events and, and the entertainment industry, travelling, like, finance. Yeah, a lot of co commercial industries, I mean, fishing, I mean, like, how are you going to sell the stock? Who are you going to sell it to if there's no one come into the shop to buy it? That's true. I guess at the same time, though, they were more than happy to shut down, I say in the UK, to shut down particular industries real quick. So I'm still slightly not particularly convinced. Um about their efforts. Because you got to ask yourself, with a vaccine, how long yeah. do the trials have to take and for the results of the trials to come back before you can administer it to people as a whole? Uh, a lot of people probably, quite a lot of applicants and study groups and focus groups. and You think they were able to do that in that year's time? Well, they had a lot of time in terms of like, Everyone in the fucking world wanted it. <laughs> Everyone in the world wanted it. There were so many behind, okay, let's push this through as quickly as possible. Well, that's what we were told. And well, I, I, to some degree, yeah, I agree. Because like, I mean, the impacts, you saw the scrutiny that China was getting. Then as soon as it became a UK thing, mm. it really changed and became an America thing, then France and then yeah, so it became the whole world went to not be in this situation. And the quickest way that they thought was to have the vaccine be able to be administered to the whole world, basically. But having said that, it wasn't really involving like, quote unquote, third world countries, because apparently, well, there, there are so many different kind of conversations about it. Yeah. Um, but one is, they weren't really experiencing like COVID symptoms like us in the West are. I mean, we could see that for ourselves, like they were fine. But like, they weren't so isolated. What I find funny about that is, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you remember, there were two French doctors, this is the beginning stages of the vaccination when they began developing it, who said they felt that there was a need to test the early vaccine vaccines out in Africa. These are two French doctors talking about uh, French-speaking Africa in particular, that they need it. They're, they're the most exposed. Whilst there were, well, thousands and thousands of people dying in Europe, that was their first thought. I know it's a bit off, off topic, a bit offhand, but I thought it was something that I should bring bring forward. That, that was the idea behind it. That was, that was one of the ideas that they had when they were developing the vaccine, to do tests in Africa. Well, I wouldn't say it's like completely like not there in Africa of all continents. Because as you've seen what happened to, was it the Tanzanian Prime Minister or the President? Like he didn't social distance and, well, he said a lot about it possibly being a hoax and whatnot. Mm. And unfortunately he didn't survive. So it's, yeah, you can't exactly say, oh, it's not there, it doesn't exist. But to some degree, it's, it's had a, 
a weaker impact. On what impact? Than Say COVID. Yeah, what type of impact is that? It's had a weaker impact probably on uh, on Africa than mm. it has on Europe and the Americas. Like Brazil, Brazil's there in turmoil. That's that's real. And India. Is it COVID that they're dying from though? Or is it COVID related? Are you uh, something else? What do you hear? Well, you hear about people. Um, well, a report was released in the UK anyway in regards to deaths related to COVID. So if someone died of something and they happen to have COVID, a lot of people on their, um, what's it not called? Their death certificates would have, you know, it was COVID related. Yeah. And not actually COVID or COVID related. Yeah. yeah. Which, do you know I mean, you're a wordsmith. You know the importance of language. Yeah. Like to, to die from something directly and to die to, of something related, <laughs> that, yeah. two, that means two very different things. Yeah. I'm not saying there aren't people who died of COVID, no doubt. Like, there's, um, like, no doubt, of course, there's a couple of men that kicked the cans of COVID, bro. I mean, bucket licked them hard. Boom, dead. I mean, there's a couple of men who went that way. No lies. No lies. But if you're looking at the stats, enough man recovered. COVID ain't no grim reaper. The flu, the common cold, real grim reapers, still killing man. Do you know what I mean? COVID, COVID come like one young buck with a Rambo trying to look flashy. Do you know what I mean? I'm in a dance. What? Tell me something. That's how COVID was moving. Am I lying? No, not really. So like, it's only been like what a year, going on two. COVID ain't really got no bodies. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, fam. Asthma's got more bodies I mean, than COVID, fam. Asthma. Seen, it has changed lifestyles, though. Because governments wanted it to change lifestyles. Asthma, yeah. Asthma. You know asthma. The thing that enough man had in school with the pumps. <gasps> Asthma has more bodies than COVID, fam. Tell me I'm lying. What, in one year? Let's look up the stats. How many people have died asthma-related in 2020? Asthma-related deaths. See, it comes third in line. Fucking hell. The UK has one of the worst asthma-related deaths in Europe. Yeah? Yeah? Where people dying from asthma attacks increasing more than 20% in five years. Bruv, in 2015, uh, 1,434 people died from asthma attack, bruv. See, that's, that's little, talking about COVID. COVID thing is, it's a big, <laughs> COVID is a big man and you're trying to act like he's a little boy, like. Bruv, <laughs> do you know how many men died in, of, of COVID in the UK, bruv, in 2020? Go on, say I bet you it wasn't less than 2,000. Shit, boy. They, they, they exaggerated these numbers. <laughs> Man, I said 112K deaths. Shit. 
Exactly. What do you mean? Like you're talking about astronomical numbers of like a thousand in 2015. This shit is doing 120. Like, cool. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? No man's above correction. I stand corrected. Asthma. Asthma's asthma's a youth with a Rambo. Whilst COVID, he's a, he's a guy with a spinner. I'm saying that dusty spinner coming in headshots, clearing up the fucking roads. Anyway, that's uh, that's that. That's that. But back onto vaccinations. Um, yeah, no, I stand corrected. I'm, no man's above correction. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I mean, if you're wrong, you're wrong, and I was wrong. Um, but back onto the point about vaccinations. Where, unless it's absolutely necessary, I have no intention to get vaccinated, man. Well, how do you feel about it? Pardon? How do you feel about it? Well, vaccinations. We we yeah. got given tons of vaccinations as kids, so vaccines aren't new. Yeah. You know what I mean? But with something like COVID, what well, man had it this time last year. Do you know I mean? March times. Do you know I mean? And obviously, my genetic lineage is blessed, so man fought that off. I mean, I've got the antibodies. I don't need no <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, on a serious note, um, <laughs> unless absolutely necessary, I don't really see myself getting a vaccine, bruv. Unless they're telling me I can't leave the country and then yeah. I'd be interested in like trying to get someone pregnant and have a kid before I take the vaccine. Because some people are saying that you take that vaccination, you <laughs> might... Uh, you might end up being sterile, innit? I'm not trying to be sterile like here, mate. You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. just conspiracy theory shit. What's your thoughts on the vaccine? Like, you know, growing up as a child in this country, like, you're going to have a vaccine, man. Right? Stab man up on a regular? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like every five to ten years, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then what are you trying to to like a country that has yellow, you're at risk of yellow fever or malaria. Don't forget the vaccine as well, so. Yeah, but man really died from yellow fever. And man really died from COVID. <laughs> nah, man, let's be real. Let's be real. 4.4 million cases, 127,000 deaths. That's like 99.9 Two percent of the people caught COVID survived. Yeah, I'm telling you this for free, fam. But when everyone can catch, I'm telling you this for free, bro. If 4.4 million people caught yellow fever, at least a million of them are gonna die, bro. Man's laughing now. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even here. <laughs> Bruv, if 4.4 million people caught yellow fever, a million will dead, bruv. Million will dead, easy. Yes. Bruv. Yellow fever is more dangerous than COVID. If caught, COVID is easier to catch. But not as dangerous. And easier to cure. But not as dangerous. But if you get it, you might be a gunner if you're over a certain age. Isn't that with most things? 
Like, we have to be honest. Our cells are not going to regenerate at the rate they did when we were young bucks. Right now, man's trying to do extension mode. But you can only extend so far until your body says, fuck it, I can't do this no more. Okay, if you were like 75 and you got AIDS, right? You got a year to live. If that. <laughs> it's true though. 75 and you catch AIDS, why take medicine? Just, just go out, fam. <laughs> go out, you've lived. You've lived, cuz you're 75, you've lived. Ride the bird, calm. Huh? No, I say that man told me just retired at 75 as well, innit? It's true though, innit? Come, if you're catching AIDS at 75, raw. <laughs> what kind of fucking scenario is that anyway, bruv? Who the fuck is catching AIDS at 75? Man's still barebacking them times there. Mad. And who are you barebacking if you're catching AIDS? Fucking hell, bro. At 75? Yeah. You really living reckless out here, fam. Sometimes you need to fill the tank, you know? So. Where? That's pretty short. Bro. <laughs> Life ain't short if you're dying of AIDS at 75, boy. <laughs> no, I mean, it depends what your like, what your situation is. Like, every situation is unique, yeah. Say if you're like, yeah, you 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 had a wife for like 40, 50 years, and then she suddenly died at like when you were seventy-two. You were both seventy-two, so you know, suddenly get to seventy-five, start doing that like the lifestyle, right? Like just happened. The age is a bit extreme, though. <laughs> Why? Right, on the topic of that, on the topic of AIDS, why not? There's estimated 101,600 people in the UK living with AIDS. I mean, living with HIV. I couldn't even hear you, bro. Like 80 million. No, what? 80 million in the UK. 80 million people in the UK, and you're saying 100,000 have HIV. Yeah. <coughs> you mean 66 million people in the UK, 100,000 have HIV. Those are the people who are aware. Most of them are men. The medicine that you can take to like prevent yourself from catching HIV. Yeah. So you can have sex on the H that has HIV, but if you take this medicine, you won't catch it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so you know how there's medicine here that can stop you from getting like HIV? Yeah. You know if you take it and your partner has HIV, then you're not like uh like full sex and you'll catch HIV. Or they can have HIV, but if they take medicine, that means that it's not in the blood cells, so it's not transmissible. You know what I'm mm. It's not the disease, but they can't like, spread it. 
Is that something you want to do? Say what? Allow it. It's a bit sticky, like. I'm not involved. It's sticky, you know, it's just, that's changing your life forever. <laughs> changing your life forever. It's a bit mad. I'm, I'm not involved, you know what I'm saying? To each their own. Yeah. To each their own. Like, it's mad how people get it, but like, you want uh, a boyfriend to hang with sleeping around. And that. That's why That's why people should be chased. They should follow religious values. Well, I'll be a monk like you. I'm a monk, man. My body belongs to God. I serve the Lord. Hey, 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 hey. I have to say, right, two weeks ago, he told me he was Muslim, yeah. I was like, right, right, so you're practicing, marriage, you're following Ramadan. He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, but no, I'm not. Uh, I've got one rule. I was like, the booty. Like, the booty. <laughs> what? <laughs> the booty. The booty. Okay, that's his, that's why he's not following the rule. Okay. What? I never said that. Matthew. I never said that. He's making stuff up. <laughs> I, I eat jammy dodger biscuits and you're talking about booty. Brav, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm an innocent you. <laughs> Can't get away with it. Mm. So? Cerebral. Over half the population in the UK receiving HIV specialist care are white, between 53 <laughs> and 54 percent. Just over a quarter were black African, 20, uh, about 28 percent. Yeah. 5.7 uh, percent were other or mixed ethnicity. 4% were Asian, 2.8% uh, Black Caribbean, and 2.2 were Black other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You'll have a mad thing though. 36% of the people with it are between the ages of 35 to 49. 31% are between the ages of 25 to 34. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and 18% uh, are between the ages of 50 to 60. But then 9% are between the ages of 15 to 24. But 65 and over, 3.5%. So going back to your point, like to be 75 with HIV, you must be part of this mad small group. <laughs> you know I mean, but it's a serious topic. Serious topic. Yeah, I digress. I digress. I don't. I don't know much about. It. You know what I'm saying. I don't know much. Have you seen kids? Huh? Oh, you were telling me about kids. I'll watch. It. I'll watch it this week. I'll watch it this week. So, back on to, or I should say, moving on from vaccinations, lockdown changes. Shit, man. A friend of mine, not me. A friend of mine, uh, they went for, why is my smiling? 
Why is man smiling? Because a friend of mine, not me, a friend of mine. <laughs> As I said, a, a friend of mine, they yeah. recently, uh, they did a little something, something that required them to, you know, have a form of location somewhere to rest their head. They said yeah. they paid for everything. When they got to the place, they were asked, are you a key worker? What's your reason for using our location? So to book for somewhere to lay your head to rest, you actually need a formal reason, a working reason, or you can't book it. Yeah. So Mazzolini, no? <coughs> Is that still going on now? It's still going on now, up until the 21st of June. Oh, shit. Mm. What was that for a hotel? I think he said that's the way it is. I don't know. I'd have to double check. Okay. I mean, man are drinking beers in pub gardens and shit. Yeah. It's like it's back to normal. It's like this is what Britain was craving. Yeah, that's a bit annoying though. Just I, I got stopped once at a station. What happened? Uh, huh? What happened? <laughs> It was late, it was like, uh, must have been like early in the morning at 4 or 5 a.m. And the police officer. <laughs> Why you do this shit? It was so funny. Uh, yeah, the police officer was outside the station. He's like, where are you going? I was like, I'm going home. And he's like, he, he asked me a stupid question. He was like, is that like uh, an important like thing? I was like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I didn't ask him like, I just said I'm going home. <laughs> I just left. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck do you mean? Like, and just let me go. As he should. I was thinking, yeah, like, you asked him such a dumb question. What's the point? Often is that like an important thing for me to do? Is it essential? Is it? Yeah, is that, is it, he said, is that essential travel? I'm going to like that. Is that what he said? Is it essential travel? <laughs> of course it is, man. What's he moaning about? They're not jarring, you know. Exactly. They're not jarring. <laughs> no, fam. It's like every everything I watch, like every movie I watch, there's always some quicker cop, like or bare of them at least. Always up to no good. Always. Always trying to harass man. Always trying to slander man. Always trying to 
Oh man, I fuck you, blood. Oh man, there was one film, yeah, but these two two boys. One of them's like, uh, like not older than ten, so, and he's got a younger brother, like at least like three four years younger than him. Mm. And the older one, for some reason, he smokes cigarettes. They live in a trailer, and they got like one mum, no, like never got a dad like that. Um, his mum earned like five dollars an hour. Mm. <laughs> 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 she, she had them when she was young, so it's a bit mad. Yeah, yeah the trailer actually an hour. But he he stole like one of her cigarettes while she's at work. They're smoking in the woods, and then like suddenly this like uh, lawyer, it's like a mafia member's lawyer that like, drives up. Yeah. And he's kicking himself in his car. Um, long story short, he basically dies. He kills himself. Uh, but he kills himself with his gun. Oh. The older kids got the exhaust fume. So, like, the, big, the guy basically pipes the exhaust fume into his window, into his car, and, sat, and then the kid, like, took the exhaust um, tube out to save the guy's life. But the guy got angry and, like, beat up the kid. <laughs> just smacked up the youth. in the car for a bit before he killed himself. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, long story short, this fed that um, was like working the case. He was just harassing this little boy and telling him all kinds of fucked up shit. Such a pagan. He was like, if you lie to the FBI, bro, bro's frozen. Bro's frozen. Hear me? Really? You know what's mad? You know, the, f the first half, man, was recording it. This half, like, all of my Rick James shit, it wasn't being recorded. All, all the bit about the blogs is a bit mad, isn't it? Oh, shit. Well, at least no one hears that I'm a madman and I hate blog pages. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do people really need to hear that? That I think that the vast majority of people in general are stupid. Now I'm recording it. I might as well say it with chest. I think the vast majority of people are stupid because <laughs> they actually are. And the vast majority of people don't actually care about bettering their lives because if they did, their actions would reflect that. That they're interested in drama and fuckery, but they talk about they want peace and prosperity. But every day they're engaging shit. Yeah, man, I, I don't think I sound like a hater. If I was a pastor, no one would come to my church. <laughs> no one would come to my church if I was a pastor because no one wants to hear this 
saying? No, you'd be surprised. No, nah, man, they want to hear about blessings. They want to hear about a life of truth. They want to hear about a life of abundance, prosperity, something to, something to aspire to. It's not like, it's not your fault for pointing it out. Like people have a choice. They have a saying about what they truly says a lot about them and what they care about. I suppose. But the blog pages are putting yeah. money in people's pockets. The blog pages are bringing certain things to light as well as doing a little bit of dabbling in the fuckery. Um, I mean, just like blog pages, like look at the source, like, you know, Benzino, Coiler raised that, like, the fuck what he was doing, like. He set up the source. Huh? He set up the source. Yeah, so well, the source was like, yeah. Benzino. Yeah. He was a real tug, apparently. Don't you remember he was beefing with Eminem? Yeah. Yeah, like, I swear, because they were the ones that gave out, like, a mic rating, like, five mics or some shit, like. Mm. It's mad. Yeah, so, I mean, blog pages have always been there, just like now it's online. Yeah. Like, we've had Vlad for more than a decade now. I remember when it was funny back in uh, the game was beefing Lil B. And he was so vexed because Lil B named his album on gay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had, I had such, a, such a problem with it. Because he's saying that can't represent <laughs> hip hop. <laughs> <clears throat> Which is interesting because uh, I swear the little, uh, I, I swear the game used to be a male stripper. Did he? Well, that's what 50 Cent was throwing around when they were having their back and forth. I guess it's just about, um, he, he weren't particularly, well, yeah, hip hop is quite homophobic. It is. <laughs> but man, I'm not talking out my arse, so it's the truth, isn't it? Yeah, I say it's more than quiet. Yeah, more than quiet, yeah. <laughs> it waves the flag for it. That's not even meant to be funny, yeah. but shit, it's the truth. I mean, the whole thing was for Nahama. But yeah, it's a different um, different combo entirely. You know what I'm saying? But um, Lil B, he was the uh, one of the original, well, him and Soldier Boy, but in regards to viral and trolling and doing everything for not doing it for clout, but understanding that, you know, you say and you do particular things, it will speak to a group of people like Wonton Soup, like, and all that other fuckery he was doing. Yeah. Is it really music? Shit. Bitches on my dick because I look like Alan DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I mean, it may I look, I look it makes me wonder. It's not. It's got nothing to do with talent, is it? It's just got to do with whether you 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 catch a certain vibe, and you're able to maintain it. The vibe, the the confidence to say, you know, holes on my dick because I look like Jesus. Right. <laughs> what I mean, it's different. You can't like the song. Did you like the song? I can't believe you actually filmed. I did, even though he filmed it in a church. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I I I I saw behind the scenes type thing we was talking about the whole time. 
when he was doing it inside, he was praying, saying, God, I'm not, uh, I mean, Jesus, I'm not, I'm not really taking a piss. You know, I'm just doing this. I love you, Jesus. God, please don't punish me. Like, apparently that was what he was saying the whole time inside whilst filming it, which is quite funny. Because his verse is crazy. Should he be saying Yeah. Holes on my dick could look like Jesus. Bitches no on face guards. Bitches on my dick. Bitches on my dick. Just to be generous. Fuck my bitch, base guard. Please, base guard. Fuck my bitch. <laughs> on all them videos, man. I'm thinking the fuck, bro. It's almost as bad as I'm Rick James, bitch. I'm going really ham with that shit, man. Really am. Fuck my bitch, base guard. You can fuck my bitch. Right. I don't get it. Spice to the maximum, 100,000, 100 trillion. 100 trillion. Oh, God, base guard. Oh, base guard. It's fucking ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. Oh, shit. It's a vibe, though. It's a vibe. Bitches on my dick because I look like Jesus Christ. <laughs> we aren't playing no games. Oh, my God. So what are we, what, what, what are we saying? Sofago. Sofago. Yeah, man. Talk to me about Sofago. I don't know about that. Yeah, Sofago. Sofago is a rapper. Apparently, he's like only like 19. I didn't even know where he was from, but he's from Atlanta. Um, I haven't found out about him really late last year. Yeah. Uh, but now he's signed to Cactus Jack. Um, and Travis Scott's label. Yeah. So he's on the roster with Shaq West. Shaq West? He's, yeah, he's got some songs produced by Lil Tucker, like from back in the day, like mm. 2018, I think. <clears throat> yeah, so, um, I think his first, I, okay, the first one that stuck out to me was Off the Map. So yeah, you probably should check that out. That was mm. The video's cool. It's like other than Rage Beats. Um, mm. See, because like Detroit, Detroit had its little thing. I, I think it's still kind of going, but yeah, it had, it had its no, but it had its time in the spotlight. Probably this time last year, it was popping off, but since then, the raid shit has taken off. Mm. People like Warstar. Um, yeah, because it depends on what the artists that are, are using using the beats. So, I mean, so far was about to take off. He just got signed to Travis Scott's label. I'm not sure how long ago, but fairly recently. Mm. He's about to do a video with Cole Bennett. Cole it's, it's based on, um, what's that um, movie? Beetlejuice, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's based on Beetlejuice. I think it, um, so far was playing different characters. From Beetlejuice in the video. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Mm. The film Beetlejuice. Yeah. So, um, I mean, th there's a lot of commotion right now about Cole Bennett because he made a controversial tweet about SoundCloud rapping, not what it used to be, and something about the underground. But then people are like, well, you stopped really working with underground artists, like you're working with like Eminem and shit. Mm. Well, he just, I think he did a video very recently with SSG Kobe, who is 
quite underground and so mm. they go is slash was so you know damn yeah we'll see we'll see what um people we'll think though mm. Mm. yeah so thank god he's got a few songs uh that ep was cool that um after mac was done I think mm. it was Angelic. Seven. Yeah, Angelic Seven. And up, um, no, Aftermath was off um, after me. But he's also got an, an EP or album called Angelic Seven. Mm. So yeah, that, that's his like, most recent work. Yeah, sure. Well, we're going to have to, at one point, be able to uh, involve playing this stuff. Uh, so we can have a listen to it. You know what I mean, what's this going on? Sure, what you can do. Sure, I want to get my uh, what's it called? I don't know. I just want to celebrate him, you know, Noel Clark. Yes, double back to award winner. What, yeah, two time award winner. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. He's done a lot in um, just film, cinema, TV, like so much. Mm. He's, he's not even 50 yet, so yeah. Actor, writer, producer, director. Like, no Clark is a gem. And, um, uh, I, I say that in a sense of, you know, in America, they speak, and I hate that, oh, I can't believe I've really done that comparison. They speak of guys like Spike Lee and John Singleton and what have you. Noel Clark, I wouldn't say he's our equivalent. I feel Noel Clark saw that at that point in time, certain types of films were not being made, certain stories were not being told, and he was in a position to be able to do that. And creatively, he went for something, took a risk, and it turned out to be, yeah, from that point onwards, it just turned out to be something that uh, has stood the test of time and is a timeless piece of work. And he himself has um, invested in a lot of people. And I don't mean that from a financial standpoint, even though you could say that. I mean that in regards to investing in them to putting themselves out to share what they have, which I think is a profound thing. And I think it takes a lot of balls to put yourself out there. Uh, and that's something that, uh, you know, I believe all artists can relate to, being able to put your craft out there, not to be judged, but to just express it and have you, yeah, leave your mark in that regard. That's my, my two pence on, uh, on No Clark. Not that he needs it. But yeah. Oh. I remember um, 4321 was also one of his, and I thought that was amazing because that came out around the same time as Attack the Block. And Attack mm. the Block was so, so, so shit. And 4321 did it again. Like, it, like, I didn't even know at the time that it was no Clark, but it was so just like real. Mm. It had an actual story with him. It was, you know. Mm. Actual shit that could have happened. Mm. 
I mean, Kendall Hood, like, I don't know what it takes to be a writer of a film and to take it to people and cast actors and then have two sequels. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And then he started off um, Jason Mazza, um, Unstoppable Film. So they've done a lot of TV and films. Like they, they did 4321, they did Adulthood yeah. and Brotherhood. Yeah. And like six, seven other films. Six, seven other films. And then of course, yeah, of course, Bulletproof, uh, his show with um, Asher D on Sky One. It's such a good show, fam. It's such a good show. Like season mm. one had me hooked. Pardon? Bulletproof. With Asha D. Oh, Snowcraft. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah, I watched that first couple of seasons as well. Yeah. But you won't be nothing like that. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, I saw it there one time. Is it the one when they were moved to Greece or? No. It's like 40 seconds. I'm trying to keep low but he's actually a fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good show, yeah, because they um you know you have to cater to a largely white audience in this country and I think with bulletproof the kind of people that they have on board like really brings it so it can be shown to like a wider audience. Mm. And people can still get it because it's just a man they just fed stuff. Mm. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, a funny loofah. A funny loofah? Shit, boy. I don't know if I want to watch that now. I mean, I said a funny loofah, bro. Yeah, and, and the uh, victims and all the mad like killings of that is not like as morbid as Lucifer. Yeah, fucking sickos. They're fucking weird so and creepy. Yeah. I think that's why I like Lucifer. That's weird. That was a sick. That was weird. That was a sick. That's weird. I was great, man. I couldn't. The last season was really surprised. I don't know what happened. Nothing, just gets like <laughs> Someone pulls up like a footbridge in the factory or whatever. And dies. I remember that he got arrested. Oh, yeah, his partner got shot in the head as well. He got arrested. I thought someone got That was the last scene. He got bad. Remember when his, uh, his wife, I think, was split or whatever, she started seeing someone. I mean, he came home where he kicked down. 
That is really the man is busting the doors. He ripped out the entire door into one camera. That was too funny. It was gone. That's, that's, that's you, man. That's, that's like your uncle. I don't know. Who's uncle? Who's uncle? Huh? You're, you're uncle. Uh, or Luther, Idris Elba's my uncle. Or oh, you mean my man's uncle? Whose uncle is that, bro? Your uncle. You and Idris are like... Fucking hell, mate. I didn't know I was resembling a 50-year-old man. But you call him Idi. Like Idi Amin, innit? Yeah, just call him Idi. Call him Idi. When I when I buck him, innit? I'll tell him, yo, Idi! I beg you listen to my listen to my music. <laughs> I beg you listen to my music, Idi. Tell me what you're saying, fam. Like obviously, I know you got your label in that. Sign me, G. Oh yeah, Idi signed Shay Lingo, you know. I thought it was Tiny Temple that signed Shay Lingo. Nah, fam, it was Idris. Idris, he signed Shay. I was happy still. That is funny. Why? How are you gonna sign? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I'm not even gonna say anything. <laughs> Fuck no. The music, you see the UK music scene, yeah? I'll say this. I understand, <laughs> yeah, why Hoodman <laughs> really do make it. And then the space that's left is kind of this weird void that the UK isn't particularly sure of how they're supposed to fill it because there's supposed to be this profoundness that should be in that space. But a lot of it is to do with people posturing rather than it actually being authentic. Does that make sense? Well, it made sense in my mind. I suppose the market... Go on. No, I didn't hear you. Elaborate, basically. Like, it makes sense, but elaborate. So, one thing we, we have to bear in mind, in America, um, when you're talking about guys like Young Dolph, who's still independent, and he's doing a great deal of good for himself, because he hasn't crossed over, he's not making little Wayne figures. But he's still a millionaire, independent. Why? because there is a large market. There's plenty of fish, to, to quote. There's plenty of fish out there. So it, it makes sense. And plus, what he's talking about for a particular demographic, it is what it is. Same way why, do you know what I mean? You can then have those who do make that crossover, uh, the likes of, oh, mate, to, to name a few now, fucking, I don't know, Little Dirk and them lot. But Little Dirk, his fan base now, isn't just consisting of uh, guys from his block or guys similar to his block. You've got Middle America who listen to Little Dirk. You've got Middle America who listen to the likes of Chief Keith, right? Yeah. 
Cool. The UK equivalent, not in regards to impact or music or even how it sounds, but I'm talking about individuals who come from a particular place but are now able to tap into a completely different market. We can mention the likes of Heady One, who, for all intents and purposes, you would have said only man them from Tottenham would really know who the fuck he is and the guys from surrounding areas and surrounding boroughs where you got it to a point where you have little Caucasian kids at the age of like 11, 12, 13 and 14 in places like Bristol, uh, Derbyshire, Buckinghamshire, all of the shires interested in what OFB are doing and whether SJ is going to get an appeal on his case. Do you get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That's the vibe. Yeah. And there's a reason why man from the block here really do have the option of, you know, getting out because whether we choose to accept it or not, many would argue that is the basis of the music. If you're talking of, from the essence of, I live a particular life and this is what the music is, people are attracted to that vibe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Bitches love danger, niggas want to emulate serious niggas. It is where it is. Whether you think someone's serious or not, that's where it is. Bitches love danger and certain man wish they were bad, so they fuck with the sound. I'm not lying, because that's what the fuck it is. And then you got men who are like, I relate to it. Cool. You got that sectioned off. Then you got over there in America, you have the likes of Common, who is in no way, shape or form um, that guy from the block. But he makes music that people can fuck with. If you want to... Hey, look, Common's old. But he's an example of someone who has been able to fill that space in his time period where he didn't have to be a hard man. Same can be said for the likes of J. Cole. And art is similar to that. In the UK, there is no real space for that. So you got guys who can do some conceptual shit and the UK is meant to be, oh yeah, this is serious artistic music. But then it's very, um, there's a lot of posturing and some would argue it's convoluted. No. I can only think of one person. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. One you mentioned like, one you mentioned 10 minutes ago, and the other one is like his OG, so like, yeah. Oh, wow. They're in, the same, they're in the same sphere. It gets convoluted when you're going into like the boom bap, jazzy, like, what's it called? When you go into that vibe, like what's the, what are those guys called when they go to HBCUs and they're so like, just overly keen? Oh, them Alpha Kappa Dons in there. No, it begins with a H, like Hotep, yeah, them Hotep. Oh, them Hotep niggas. Yeah, it's, it's like, that's when it gets convoluted for me, when it's like, talking about the motherland and let my people go. <laughs> man said, let my people go on some Moses tip. I hear you, man. I hear you. That's the way it goes, man. Like, we were talking about, like, like, J. Cole said, been said it, like, 10 years ago, but talking about chains and, you know, Whips, you know that kind of whole analogy and whatnot. Like, like we wear chains and we used to be chains, and we drive whips and we used to be. Is that kind of what players? 
Yeah, I hear you. It's like, I, I hear you. When uh, Wiley used to call out, Wiley used to call out the movement, and he was, <laughs> when he was on the radio, and he was calling out God's gift. And he was, he was calling out bare people, but he was like, you know, you're crossing over to some hip hop zone, and I don't know what you're doing, but, you know. <laughs> he said, what? He was talking to some grand man who, Nah, it's froze. It froze. It keeps on freezing, man. She. Uh, I think talking about the movement is like you're crossing into a hip hop zone. I don't know what you're doing. Nah. And the hip hop zone, but these guys going up into like. I don't know. Just trying to best shit. Yeah, I get like a. Need someone needs everyone needs something to stand for, but I'm enforcing it and. But I don't know if that's what labels want, if that's what the fans want, and you're able to buy that and like turn it out, and then you even end up on like NBA 2K soundtrack. Like, <laughs> you're mocking it. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, you're taking a piss. I can't lie. I hear you though, loud and clear. Um, mate. Yeah. The. The UK scene is a state, man. It's a state. Don't get me wrong. I, I fucking love the drill shit. I love it for what the fuck it is. It's the sound of a. Uh, it's the sound of now. I'm not a fucking teenager. I'm not uh, early twenties to be to, to be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is dead. No, man. This is what the young people are fucking doing. If it's bollocks or it's bollocks, then it's bollocks. But I fuck with it because it's the sound that they've made. The same way that we had our own thing that we were interested in. The same way that our older cousins had their shit they were interested in and our parents had shit they were interested in and our grandparents had shit they were interested in. It is what it is. Like young people do what the fuck that young people do. So man don't look down on drill like that. Do you get what I mean? Because the same things that I could look down on drill for, if men are talking about it in that way, you can say that about the shit that we were listening to. Let's be realistic. Like, exactly. Well, I don't like. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, open-minded with it is what it is. Like, but if we're talking about the other areas of music, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. The only thing that I feel is still kind of fresh is this Afro swing type shit. But it's starting to get stale because niggas really be just trying to copy old shit. Do you get what I mean? And then you got some dons who are really image gang, and I don't know. It's a similar, it's a similar type thing. There's a lot of posturing. There is no just posturing in some fancy words. And maybe if that catches your attention, and I hear that sometimes you're in the mood for that. Do you know I what just I mean? think the real artists, the real artists are not from the UK, fam. Like you can see the craft and time that even like Wiz Kids, Burner Boy put into their shit. Like even what's his name when he went abroad? Romani, like you can see it's a whole it's like crafting something crafting something special like a a cohesive piece that fits and makes sense and that you can market worldwide mm. i don't i mean you see how many times they try and bust man in america and it's, it's not flying you know like you think that, that you want to sound like this because you think that they're going to receive your you do sound like this, but it's not. It's not like that. They 
you know, generous people over here and acting like you're going to sell over there if you do it this yeah. way. No. Like, That's what people here want you to sound like because it's for them. They're over here. The people over there, they don't want that. Uh, do you know what I think it is? I don't even think it's a case that they, 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 it's not even that they just don't want that. I feel like the sound in the UK for the most part is not international, man. The only man who really have that crossover, very few do, are the guys who are trying to do that. It's either the, 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 the Caribbean youths who are trying to stay in touch with their Caribbean roots or the African youths who are trying to do that whole type of African vibe. The guys who are trying to do that UK, yeah. UK type of sound, like the UK, UK sound is not really international like that. But that's why Burner Boy can have best international fucking act at BET or win, do something, be nominated for a Grammy or some shit. Because the sound is, mm-hmm. like you said, it's been crafted to be something that can be presented on a larger platform, a larger stage. The UK, as you've said, is not for that. I want this to sound like this for over here. That's literally where it is. That's why man don't, yeah. man don't pop. And it's not about having other men say you're great because that's dead. You create artistry for yourself. But if you're talking about crafting something to put on a platform that, as you said, can be appreciated by other people for it to be something that's special, something that's unique, it requires you to, to do time. something that's, I mean, something that's beyond what what the confines of your fucking island are talking about. You know I mean? Having said that, being catchy, being catchy trans, transcends a lot of that. And some artists have done that. I mean, you see like my Khalifa banging uh, this body tune by Rust. My Khalifa. The poster. Fucking like, that? Yeah. She used to have a complex. What? She had a complex. Well, she working there. Yeah. I think so, like, a couple of years ago, yeah. I think she had a job there. Downs. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, I mean, like you see the way, uh, Tion Wayne's assigned to Atlantic now because of all his tunes with Ross. I mean, Stormzy's kind of getting into America. He signed with Rock Nation and Jay-Z. So, I mean, it's looking up. You have all the co-signs from uh, the women for like, uh, what's her name, Miss Banks. And... That's about it, really. <laughs> no, what's her name? IVD, Avorindor. Mm. Yeah, so it's... I mean, it's slow, but it's not like they... I don't know, bro. I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think with that, we'll come to a close, innit? Shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I've been Giles. It's a money. Yeah, man. He's wrapping up like that, yeah. We'll have some outro music. When I go, I've been Giles, then Remy, outro music.